You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Professor Nick Graves, Academic Director at the Australian Centre for Health Services Innovation, to discuss the body's recent forum that explored the potential benefit of delivering healthcare in the home that would otherwise be provided in hospital. Thank you for joining me, Nick. Pleasure. Can you just start off by providing a little bit of background about the Australian Centre for Health Services Innovation and and why you guys decided to hold a forum and release an issues paper on on healthcare in the home? Yeah, of course. Um, So the Australian Centre for Health Services Innovation um, was established in 2011 um, to build capacity for health services research. Now, what I mean by that is um, improving evidence for the organisation and delivery of our current set of technologies. Um, A lot of research is focused on new discovery, new diagnostics, new drugs, and real novel cutting-edge therapies. We're not the slightest bit interested in in any new healthcare. We tend to focus on organizing our current technology, and there are many opportunities to make those improvements. So the center really focuses on improving the value for money of our current health spend, and also implementing evidence around how services can be better organized. And just as an aside, um, two recent pieces of work estimated that there were really very, um, very large areas of waste and inefficiency in healthcare. So the McKeon review identified that one in every three of, of every healthcare dollar spent is wasted. So a third of our investment is wasted in healthcare. And this was backed up more recently by an analysis of 11 OECD countries published in the BMJ in January 2017 that found one in every five healthcare dollars is wasted, so directed towards care that has no value or no benefit. So there are massive opportunities for improvement. So that's really the purpose of, of, of OSHI is, is, is to address those, those issues. Um, we work with health services, we build capacity among clinicians to improve their service, get better value for money, implement better evidence and improve the overall performance of, of the healthcare system. Um, so the reason we decided to um, organize this forum um, was that there was a great opportunity to work with Baxter Healthcare, who, who um, generously supported the forum. Um, but more importantly, um, we saw um, taking healthcare home as a real opportunity of increasing um, the quality and the cost effectiveness of healthcare services. So we all know that keeping patients in an acute bed is both expensive and dangerous, and many bad things can happen to patients just because they're in the hospital environment. So it makes sense to keep patients away from hospitals as much as possible, um, both for reasons of of, of safety, patient safety. Um, We remove the opportunity to do invasive and maybe unnecessary um, things to patients if they're not in hospital. And it might be, um, although the evidence is is not certain, it might be we can deliver health benefits at a lower cost as compared to managing patients um, inside hospital. Um, This also ties in with a large national and state and territory level push for better integration of care, which is about joining up the services and really looking looking after patients without always resorting to an acute admission. So better managing of patients in primary care services with GP-led, PHN-led services and healthcare in the home is is part of that jigsaw. So healthcare in the home is a wonderful opportunity. Um, The uptake of healthcare in the home is variable across the country. Um, the statistics are not that clear about how Queensland is doing in particular, um, but we do think there's opportunities to expand both the scope and use of, of healthcare in the home. And, and, and the purpose of this forum was to really understand 
what the facilitators and, and blockages or impediments might be to having um, more and, uh, and, and, and better coverage of, of healthcare in the home. And so in the lead up to the event, the, the centre released an issues paper also called Taking Healthcare Home, which pulled together relevant literature surrounding how these services are provided, their effectiveness and, and cost effectiveness. Uh, what did that review uncover? Um, yeah, so we, we spent a bit of time uh, reading as much as we could in, in the published literature um, about healthcare in the home, and, and we additionally interviewed um, key stakeholders. We did about 15 in-depth structured interviews with people that deliver these services, fund these services, and use these services. Um, and we were really focusing on, on what makes it work and what makes it attractive, but also what some of the barriers and impediments might be. And at face value, um, healthcare in the home seems like a no-brainer. It seems to be effective. Um, it seems to be um, cost-effective, so maybe lower cost than um, the acute sector. Um, patients seem to, to some patient groups seem to prefer being at home, um, and there seems to be lower readmission rates into the acute sector with a, an admission at home rather than in the acute sector to begin with. Um, lower rates of adverse events, um, a reduction in mortality. Um, and so there's a strong evidence base that really supports using this model of care. However, there is another side to the story that we found in the issues paper. Um, and that was that there are some very clear and important barriers. Um, the one that came uh, to the fore most often was that it's actually quite a costly experience for patients, especially patients that are on home hemodialysis. Um, now, these patients have large increases in their utilities costs. They use a lot more power and a lot more water than they would normally. Um, and there is some rebates provided by health services, but it's not adequate to cover all of those costs. There's also going to be um, some other costs, incidental out-of-pocket costs um, around travel, accessing pharmacy, and, and, and maybe um, also a large, a large burden on informal carers. Um, so if patients are being cared for at home, then uh, it may be that there's a large imposition on family members as well. And I'm sure family members are, are more than willing to do this, but we must acknowledge that it's a, um, a costly and sometimes difficult thing for the carers to take on. Um, so the, the primary issue, I guess, was that it's high cost to patients and carers, and these costs are not adequately compensated. They're not paid for by health services. The other issue is this idea of, of, of uh, geographic distance and that regional and remote patients um, feel somewhat isolated, um, and if they are many hundreds of kilometres from um, an acute hospital, they may feel um, somewhat um, vulnerable or, or worried or um, may even become depressed or feel a little bit lonely or feel a little bit um, isolated because they're a, long away, they're a long way away from formal, safe, um, predictable, reliable healthcare services. So this may be a, a perception more than a reality but that certainly came through um, in the evidence we found. Um, there were also some barriers around the patient's ability to self-manage their care. So a large part of healthcare in the home is patient education, um, especially patients with lines and, uh, and, and devices attached to them. They have to be looked after appropriately to reduce risk of infection. And so education was, was, is, is, is clearly a large part of this, but some patients didn't feel that confident caring for their own or managing their own, um, their own devices which are um, used for them. So those seem to be uh, some of the main um, issues that the, the paper threw up.
The issues paper also said cultural change in the health profession is required for, for further expansion of healthcare in the home. Uh, what, what needs to be targeted there and, and how, how should it be addressed? Sure. So, um, you know, a large part of making healthcare home is that, is that if a patient is in hospital or managed by, um, um, you know, a, a medical or a surgical or a, a nursing team, they have to actually trust and believe that their patient will be um, getting the best possible care outside of, of their current services. So there is something of an ownership issue. And especially in the forum, we discussed this culture of, of, of hospital services wanting to retain patients because they're maybe not 100% confident that it's the best thing for the patient to be sent into the home. So there is a, a suspicion or um, a slight concern um, about the welfare of the patient, soon, uh, the welfare of the patient if if if, if they leave the um, the care of the acute based team. So I don't know whether this is a founded belief or or if this is just a, a a strange perception that needs to be addressed with better education and better communication. What were some of the other key talking points at, at the forum? What else were attendees keen to to discuss or get across? Yeah, so we talked about the role of technology. Um, and especially the interface with, uh, with, with telehealth and telemedicine. And the healthcare in the home is really a wonderful opportunity to use telemedicine. Um, and the technology is now sufficiently developed that a patient can have an iPad or a laptop computer on their lap and they can connect straight into um, specialist or appropriate services sort of many hundreds or even thousands of kilometers away. So integrating te- telehealth with healthcare in the home and using technology um, also for education, monitoring, um, sending data to and, you know, backwards and forwards. Um, that was a, a, a key talking point. Um, we did talk about the funding issue um, quite a bit in the forum. So there, there was a large uh, call, mainly from patient advocates and, and patients, not surprisingly, to appropriately compensate patients for their own out-of-pocket costs. But against those costs, we, we must realize that many patients do prefer to be looked after at home. So it might be that they're willing to pay quite a bit or at least something out of their own pocket so they can stay at home. But even so, some help and assistance with those out-of-pocket costs was uh, was was discussed. Um, really, um, uh, thinking about the patient perspective as well, so designing services with really the needs of the patient um, at, at, at the heart of that design process. So not thinking about the needs of the health service or the clinicians, but really focusing on, on the patient experience. That was uh, an, an important part of our discussion as well. Um, changing culture, so educating and convincing clinicians to release patients frequently um, into the service was discussed. So often healthcare in the home has to go hunting for patients and has to enter into this protracted negotiation to try and pull patients into their services, where what we should really be doing is having patients sort of gently pushed into these services from the acute sector. That was discussed. And then we did talk about getting better data on on the real costs and the real health benefits of having this service. So really think about the value of the service. So we don't really understand what it costs the healthcare system. No one has got really good data on the private costs, the primary care costs, the acute care costs, and all the other costs associated with it. And also how well patients do. We don't know if their health outcomes are worse or better or the same. Um, so we did talk about generating some, some novel research to help us plan and implement these services.
What are some of the messages you hope the the issues paper and the forum uh, send to attendees or any relevant stakeholders? Yeah, so really we've got um, six take-home messages from this. The first is that the needs of the patient must be prioritised. The second is that the patient has to be adequately supported in their transition from um, acute care into home care. The third is that the out-of-pocket costs for the patient should be compensated or at least considered. The fourth is that cultural change in the health profession is really essential if we're going to get further expansion of these services. The fifth is that we must overcome uncertainty and um, uncertainty about the quality and safety of healthcare in the home. And finally, um, the funding must be used to compensate everybody who incurs costs while appropriately avoiding cost shifting. So we can't see this service as a way of, of, of particularly uh, shifting costs from one sector to, to another. Everyone's costs must be appropriately recognised and compensated. Thank you for your time, Nick.